Uh, welcome to Good Movie Monday, the podcast dedicated to nerdy cinematic ramblings. I'm Glenn Cochran. Somewhere here amongst the rabble is Ben Hellwig. Where are you, mate? There you are. G'day. I'm right here. <laughs> I'm, I'm next to you. On my screen, I'm next to you. Oh, not on, actually, you are. Mine just keeps changing around. How are you? This is a good. I feel like it's the Brady Bunch. I can do like the... <laughs> well, this is our final episode of the year. The gang is all here, as you can see, and we'll do the uh, introductory whip around in just a moment. But first, thank you all for listening. The fun doesn't stop here. You can find all sorts of uh, bonus content, mostly videos on our social media pages, um, particularly Facebook and YouTube. This is a particularly fun episode because it is video. It's uh, the only video show that we do each year for Good Movie Monday. And you can go to goodmoviemonday.com to find your way to our social media platforms. So this episode, um, Ben, what are we doing? Well, I was going to say, I think according to the internet poll that I recently saw, the fun definitely does stop here. Uh, that is the general, general consensus of the Good Movie Monday podcast. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Well, good. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's bring the team into the front line. We'll kick it off with Chloe Ritchie from the Wednesday Up Late podcast. What's up, Chloe? Uh, she saved it just for us. Chug, chug, chug. Are you in full Christmas mode? Um, absolutely. I got the hat. I got the beer. We are, um, we're all set to go. Awesome. And then uh, we've got the coach who provides us with our weekly dose of cinematic steroids, Jared Garn from Monster Fest. How you going, mate? Very, very good. Uh, feeling awfully festive in my Halloween top here. <laughs> um, I figured I haven't seen that many movies from 2023, so I may as well uh, wear something from October for December. I can't even read that top. Oh, wow. There you go. There's <laughs> some you, imagery for you. <laughs> are you glad? Are you glad to be at the end of the year? Uh, yes and no. I mean, the year, it's going to be like, I'm going to be working right to the finish line and then pretty much from uh, the start of 2024. So I don't know. I feel like my end of year might not actually come till February, possibly March at this point in time. Yuck. So Easter will become my new Christmas. Yuck. Yuck. <laughs> Melzy Beg is from the Hello. Melbourne Horror Film Society. She graces ah. us with her presence oh. <laughs> at the and, desk. And, and my dishes Fine. behind Melzy, me. Melzy, take over. <laughs> <laughs> I moved out to the kitchen because I, I was like, I need more internet. So anyway, so I've got a lovely backdrop now. Um, yes, Melbourne Horror Film Society. That's right. Here no, I am. You, we'll skip your preamble. <laughs> how many? Uh, how many Christmas movies deep are you? Oh, only a couple. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's, everyone's been a bit slack with Christmas movies this year. Yeah. Except for me. Maybe, maybe, maybe Xmas, maybe Netflix's Xmas ruined it for everyone. <laughs> no, we just, just, don't really, just don't really care anymore. Uh, and then, of course, we do have the Boneheads, the three guys from Kentucky from the Bonehead Weekly Podcast, who is probably cursing us right now because it's something stupid like 3 a.m. where they are. Joe, Lewis, how are you, mate? Tired bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to apologize, but fuck you. <laughs> and we got Chad Jennings. I didn't Jennings. realize I could say fuck, so I went a totally different way with this. <laughs> Chad Jennings, how are you? Popped up on Mountain Dew, cocaine, and pixie sticks, bitches. Oh. <laughs> He's in the Kentucky spirit. Absolutely. Have you taken the day off? <laughs> no, actually, as soon as this is over, I got to start getting kids ready for school. Oh, my God. And then James uh, Thomas. <laughs> I'm told that you don't sleep. I don't. Well, that's, uh, uh, their problem is they don't have enough insomnia. 
I mean, of course, I'm hallucinating left and right, and I don't know if any of you people are real, but it's a good time. No, no, there truly is. Not, you're not hallucinating. That's an actual fucking elf being held up next to you. Sort of I, just, I just asked my son to go find my phone for me, and he gave me another delivery as well. So oh, here's Henry. Okay, so the, so the elf is real. How about the dragon? It's real. <laughs> Excuse me. Don't speak to me like that. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, dear. So this year is different. Usually at the end of the year, we do a big Christmas episode. And although, like, some of us are very much in Christmas mode right now, this is more of an end of year blowout. It's a, it's a top movies of 2023 episode. So what a year it's been too. Like, not only for movies, but we've had pretty awesome uh, shows this year. Ben, what are some of your highlights from 2023 on Good Movie Monday? Uh, that's a good question. What about uh, that time you fucked off to Europe? That was great. I did. I did shows from Europe. Some, some, some. Yeah, shows. you did one from Fritz's uh, Fritz's <laughs> yeah. basement, didn't you? It's Fritz's basement. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's right. <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, where you drink your own urine because uh, it's your only source of water. It was. Uh, it was like I was on. It was. It was. It's like I had to pay extra for the Waterworld experience. But they I was just about to say, but then at least you didn't have to pay for those toilets. Sorry, but <laughs> he was living off <laughs> piss and spam jelly. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a pretty awesome year though, Ben. Do you remember any of the guests that we had? <laughs> uh no. But <laughs> But I, I tell you what, you know, you, you mentioned that this is a best films of 2023 episode. Yeah. And I really struggled. I went through a list on, on Wikipedia of all the films that were released this year. And I was like, I don't remember any of them. Like, I, not that I, I don't, I didn't see them. I don't remember any of them existing. So <laughs> the fact that I don't remember what happened on the show, that's uh, that's no surprise. <laughs> well, the first guest we had for the year was Michael J. White, so that was a good way to kick it off. That's pretty fucking good. I like Michael J. White. Was I on that? Uh, did I get to talk? <laughs> yes, yes, you did. Oh, amazing! <laughs> that's, like, that's like a that's like a bucket right there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> we had I um, to go back and watch that. Was I Mayam, Mayam Bialik. We had John Woo recently. Tom Matthews, Catherine Hardwick, Nimrod Antal, Brad Anderson, Lucky McKee, Danny and Michael Philippou, um the cast, director, and producer of Transformers: Rise of the uh, Rise of the Beasts. Um, it's been a massive year, so like, just want to give people a taste of what we do. If you're new to the show, this is your first episode. You've got a whole lot of good stuff to go back and traipse through. Um, and what else? Just, just on that note, that John Woo interview was terrific, but. I feel like it could be one of his final interviews because he didn't sound like he was in perfect health. He was. It's yes. funny that it's very hard to understand. Yeah, was that Jared's impersonation of Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, that was, was John Woo. That was John, John Woo doing Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I should say, I should say, the best thing about those interviews is that I'm not on ninety-five percent of them. I reckon you you're actually, uh, you're you probably on about seventy percent. Because I don't. Uh, I no, I reckon. Look, to be honest with you, I think our best interviews are the ones where you join in. So they're the ones that people should really target and and, and jump down those rabbit holes. They're fun. Unfortunately, I can't remember what they were. So I no, no, I know. The worst. The worst interview was the tank. Remember that movie, The Tank? Yep. 
Yeah, because that guy never got back to anyone about doing an interview. He made yep. us watch his horrible movie yep. and then he just dropped off. It's like as soon as he knew you'd seen the film, he's like, my business is done here. No <laughs> yeah. need for an interview. I've made you endure my terrible movie. He's just like, suckers. And, and I'm like, oh. I've had a few <laughs> of those Taking ghosting year. to a whole new level. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Right. Awesome. Well, we've got a big show coming up, so let's throw it to our Newsly plug and then kick off with some uh, best ofs. Because this is our final episode, this is more than just a simple plug for Newsly, but an actual sincere thank you to Newsly for getting behind Good Movie Monday and Wednesday Up Late for the last 12 months. They've really, really believed in us and what we do and helped promote us on their app. And so we we couldn't thank them enough. And we would love you to make them your number one destination for Good Movie Monday and Wednesday Up Late. It is the super app. You go to their website newsly.me and download it onto your phone and they will then give you all of the podcasts that you love the same podcast that you can get on all the other apps but they also have news and it's news from all around the world from over 80 different countries they collect it and then they whittle it down all depending on your search criteria so whatever it is that you like you know news current affairs uh, entertainment sports politics whatever it is they'll take articles depending on that and put it into your phone and then it reads it back to you in a natural human voice and obviously that's very useful when you just haven't got time to read because you're just too busy you might be um you know driving you might be on the train you could be running whatever and it one is way that they've usually has your car support for us is that they are offering all of our listeners that being you an entire month of premium upgrade for free so all you've got to do is go to newsly.me Upgrade to their premium and use our exclusive code MONDAY without the O-M-N-D-A-Y. Get behind Newsly. They're amazing. We love them. Thanks, Newsly. Okie doke. Let's do it. Here we are. We're going to be talking about our top three movies of 2023. Jarrett, we're going to let you kick things off, mate. Um, take it away. Okay. I'll start with number three and uh, and work my way down. So number three was Talk To Me which was like the breakout Aussie horror film, probably my favourite horror film of 2023. And the fact that it came out of Australia and for the first time feature filmmakers was astonishing. And all the hype that was, you know, around from the film post Sundance leading up to its theatrical was 100% real because the minute that movie began, I was just completely in it. And I don't really know anyone that didn't enjoy it and it's number three talk to me. <laughs> I've never spoken to people like that before. Michael and Danny Philippu, like they are energy personified <laughs> it's like add mixed with passion and just and general just good dudeness like they yeah. just seem like really good guys as well but yeah that was a great interview i mean they're just so i don't know they're just they're easy to listen to and very entertaining and, and they yeah, sound like they're they're Oof. excited to be whoever they're talking to they're excited and he did yeah yeah absolutely yes Sorry. he came to the up. melbourne horror film society yeah. that's awesome in incognito no, none of us knew who he was. Of but it was before the film came out. Course, but a couple now, of the members yeah. were like, oh, they would have known him from Raka Raka. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, he came. He had dinner with us beforehand. Who watched? I can't remember what film it was now, but um, yeah, I so hope I was a good with one. him a couple of times recently. Yeah, is he on the Discord, Melzi? He's not on the Discord. <laughs> have you know had who a couple else of, um, Instagram DMs since then, but I haven't told him. He probably would actually maybe appreciate how I actually, because um, I didn't enjoy the film at all. It's an amazing film, but it really 
hit me. Like, I, I felt sick. <laughs> Nelsie gets emotional when she watches movies. No, uh, it wasn't even emotional. It was like, it really messed me up. But it's a horror I, movie, I hear so. you. I watched a film the other day that was outstanding. Like, yeah. an incredible film. Yeah. But it left me feeling so anxious and, yeah. and unclean that I just couldn't. I don't know if I could go back to it. It's that cat hey. person yeah, movie. Never. Yeah, and it's amazing. Um, it is but really it is good. Such a grueling yeah. and unsettling. What and a um, what a final oh. act! I tell you what. I was going to say I warned yeah. you before I sent you that my uh, ten my ten, my tenth birthday party video. I warned <laughs> you that, <laughs> and you wanted to watch it. So I've overdubbed you. it and added a bunch of fart sounds now, and I can totally get through it, Ben. <laughs> and that's and that's how we're going to win that JVC Home Entertainment Prize from uh, Funny Australia's Funniest Home Video. <laughs> Not whacking in the old JVC. <laughs> okay, right. number two. Number two. I do want to say. Going... I do want to say. I do agree with Jared and Melzi. That's how I feel when I watch Follow That Bird. <laughs> Ben's uh, Glenn's Shut favorite. Glenn's Shut favorite your mouth. <laughs> Top ten, top is, ten favorite movies of Steve all time. Martin, Steve Martin's in Follow That Bird, isn't no, it? No, Chevy Chase. Ah, uh, Chevy Chase. That's right, of course. Anyway, number two is Riddle of Fire, which is an indie, I guess, uh, kids' adventure film for adults that I caught at a film fest all this year, and it was just pretty much like unlike anything I'd seen. It took what you'd kind of enjoyed about eighties kids' adventure films, but with a very indie film aesthetic, an offbeat sense of humor. And an absolutely killer, like, soundtrack. The film, the finale of the film was to the score from Cannibal Holocaust, which just <laughs> blows my mind. Yeah. It was all around a winner. And again, it was another one of those films coming out of it that I don't think anyone that was there did not enjoy. Everyone sort of raved about it. And I just looked it up. We what were a angry great that poster. we didn't get it for Monster Fest. What a great poster. Good. Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible. It's actually going to get a release, I think, soon, maybe early next year through Vinegar Syndrome. Okay. Uh, they're actually going to release it themselves, and I think they're going to give it a theatrical run and then release it home end. And I can't wait to get it and rewatch it because it's mind-boggling. It takes it took maybe about ten minutes to kind of settle into the film and you know realize kind of what it was and 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 yeah, it just it is so offbeat. But it was yeah, it was a real crowd pleaser and very cool. And then cool. number one, yes, number one may uh, raise some eyebrows purely because it is technically a two thousand and twenty two film but it wasn't released in Australia till January 26th this uh-huh. year. So that's why it's made my list. And admittedly, I did not watch it till March or April. <laughs> and I had no intention of watching this film. The only thing that drew me there was the fact uh, that I found out the director was Todd Field, who directed In the Bedroom and Little Children. It's Tar with Kate Blanchett. Oh, and dude. It was just fucking, fucking phenomenal. I hated it. Oh, I thought it, it's like, honestly, one of the best <laughs> films I've seen in like a decade. It was unlike anything that I had seen and there was something about it because I don't want to ruin it for anyone that hasn't seen it, but I was watching it and I kept thinking I was seeing things and I was like, oh no, it's just, maybe I'm tired and I'm just seeing some things. And then at the end I said to Danny, did you see these things? She said, no. And then I, of course, jumped on the internet. Someone sent a YouTube video and uh, (laughs) sure enough, those things were actually in the film very subtle. But um, it's a psychological horror film more than a drama. Yeah, no, it totally it's, is. But that that yeah, I'd liken it to possession. Um, isn't but it? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's the one with Kate Blanchett, isn't it? Isn't it? It is. Yeah, it's it's her slow it, disintegration. Her and she's being um, called out for some predatory sort of acts. So it's sort of like a she's a Me Too film. Yeah, but it's just incredible watching her slow decline <laughs> and. And there's, yeah, there's something else going on be underneath the surface as well, which 
is interpretive as to whether it's really happening or it's part of her psychological decline. But it does break Ben Helwig's golden rule of cinema, which is Kate Blanchett must die in the first 10 minutes of a film or you can't watch it. <laughs> yeah, I was I was pleasantly surprised because I'm not a massive uh, fan of, mm-hmm. of Kate's work, generally because most of the films she does are period-type pieces like Elizabeth and Elizabeth the Golden Age and things of that nature. But I mean, I did, was, um, I, I did want to kill myself else. when I was watching it, but, you know. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, I, I will let you know, though, immediately <laughs> after go. watching it, I emailed uh, good old Tony Martin and said, have you seen this movie, Tar? It's just outstanding. And Tony came back and said, wasn't it? And he said he saw it at Pinewood Cinemas, uh, which for wow. any listeners that don't know what Pinewood Cinemas are, they're the ghetto cinemas uh, of Melbourne. You can see a movie for $5, but it's a pretty, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's not where you'd expect to see a kind of art house type movie. Uh, and I said, well, that would have um, really enhanced the experience. How many people were in there with you? And he's like, oh, there was about 12 senior citizens. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, that's Tony Martin's kind I of grew up. Yeah, I grew yeah, up going to yeah. cinema. That's, that was, uh, that's, the cinema, that's the cinema that's closest to me. Well, you'd be pleased they're... to know that very little has changed since you having grown up in it. All, that, all that's changed is the movies they're screening. I think everything actually, else is, you know. It's just, it's just had a name change. I think it's now like Showtime Cinemas. Yeah, because I did see it go. It went up for sale. So it's part of the Showtime circuit. Okay, yeah. Because there's a few right. of those Showtimes. Cool. There you go. That's me done. Well done, sir. <laughs> Moving on to Joe. Take it away, buddy. <laughs> well, it would help if I took mute off. Okay, so my problem <laughs> is this year, I have the same thing, and I think I'm getting old. It was what? better before you, you took mute off. Yeah, put it back on. <laughs> <laughs> I set that up, didn't I? <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. So I'll go through mine really quick. Number three, I I don't know about you other folks with young children, but I'm being dragged to the Paw Patrol and I don't give a shit stuff. <laughs> I, I interviewed the director the other week. I'm also happy to get to go that. to the to the theater with him, right? I'm happy to go get to go to the cinema. So I want to do that. So when I had no expectations for my number three, but Ninja Turtles, the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, was way better than it had any right to be. Fucking oath. Yep. I, I was looking for, uh, yeah, am I wrong? No, dude, I, no, it's amazing. It awesome. it. Yeah. He keeps, I just want to say, Joe, that re- if that's your um, running through them real quick, I, I'm going to hate to see what happens when you take your time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Number two was my adult film experience. Ooh. Not exactly Ooh. where we're going with this, but uh. close. It Jarrett, do you want to give me an example? No. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a previous joke. I know it's a cliche film. I know you can see the ending coming from a mile away, but it was so nice to sit in a theater in a cinema and watch the holdovers. Oh my god. An adult movie. How good was it? It was so uh. damn good. And it's so well acted, and there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with it. Is it Alexander Payne's best film? No. But well, you know what? I is... actually think it is. Really? Yeah, I, I do. love. I don't know. I'm a huge fan of Sideways, but I loved it. It was so nice to see a movie that took place in the 70s. There was nobody wearing a cape. Nothing happened as far as explosions, and it was just an adult story. But I'm with you, number one. I was doing a convention in um, West Virginia, Kentucky, and I had two or three hours, and there was a cinema across West the way. Virginia, from the hotel. Kentucky, West Virginia, yes, Kentucky, Joe? West Virginia, Kentucky. It's 3 a.m. here. I must be lonely. 
Even he's going to burst into song. He's going Take to burst into song. <laughs> yes, I now know what. Well, Chloe's I know somebody's getting an atlas for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, in Huntington, West Virginia, totally screwed that up. And I walked across the street, and I was like, "Well, there's two horror films playing, and I do I, I do reviews for Scarefest. I'll just pick this one. It looks interesting." That's how I met. Talk to me, uh-huh. the best movie. I I can't believe. Oh, so Talk you had a conversation me. with it? <laughs> oh, did it tell you what it's, you what it's you favorite it, Chad? Have you seen it? Ho ho ho, dick face. <laughs> but I didn't need it. But I'm sure when I'm when I watch it, I will not talk to it. Ask it what its favorite movie was. <laughs> talk to me. It was amazing. Hey Ben, do you have your hand? Oh, I do. It's in a box around the corner, oh, unfortunately. Never mind then. Never mind. <laughs> it's got a replica. But I do have a hand. <laughs> there is a sentence that we really didn't need to hear that, that Ben has a hand in a box behind the corner. It's in use at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> Jared. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just down here. <laughs> Wouldn't everyone try to escape? The bed, though, if he did this and all of a sudden it showed up again. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I just want to. Mine just does this quickly. Just Joe, <laughs> how much does this piss you off? Because it pisses us off. The holdovers, right? It's a Christmas movie. Doesn't get released here until January. Oh no! Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm hanging for it. I'm Makes hanging no sense. for it. I saw it at a media screening, so I got to see it on time. But I can't fathom how they've delayed this one down here because it is so intrinsically fucking Christmas. Could be yeah, my uh, my number one for 2024 at this rate. <laughs> <laughs> also, how much does it piss you all off that Glenn gets to go to all these free screenings? Well, ben uh, Ben comes with me, and Jared I, Jared has access. Yeah, but, but, but I, Ben I don't doesn't like piss going. me off. He's lovable, and I want to fuck him. <laughs> I mean, I like him. Jared gets the same perks. He just doesn't go. Yeah, I just I I'm very much. I'll just uh, wait for streaming or a physical release. I've got I bought the Flash the other day because uh, I really wanted to see it, and I, I haven't got to it yet. But that was never going to be a contender for my top three. I just want to see Michael Keaton as Batman. I just want to see Michael Keaton as Batman. That's all I want. It Apparently, so George up, and I George Clooney turns up as Batman as well. Dude, Dude. yeah, it's it's got multiple. Nobody Batmans. told me that. Spoiler alert. If I would have known George Clooney was in it, I would have actually watched yeah. it. You know, we, like, it's not just us here. We do have listeners and viewers. So, like, spoiler alert. Uh, I, <laughs> I'm sure this like, thing. Anyone but me has watched it. Yeah. No, I just watched it last week. You would have ruined it for me. It, and it took me a two or three I haven't watched it, everyone but I'll was forget. talking about how amazing it was. What'd you say? By the time I, watched, I haven't watched it, but I'll forget by the time I ever get to it. <laughs> <laughs> what movie we're talking about, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mel, Okay. Oh, yeah, you got it. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Joe. Well, no, no, real quick. The spoiler, the the cameo for me that I screamed out in my basement as I was watching it, oh my God, it's the director. Well, that wasn't worth it. Okay, Melzi, your turn. (laughs) Well, I don't know how I'll follow that up, but um, (laughs) that was a giant fuck you. (laughs) I actually have to thank you, Joe, because I had completely forgotten what. I have three other movies, but I have been racking my brain the last two days going, I had a different third third movie and it was Ninja Turtles. So thank you for that reminder. That's why I was sitting here going, oh, my God. Um, but anyway, I'm going to go with my three, but they're in no particular order. Um, I will go with the most recent Way first. to make a commitment. <laughs> I, I'm a do you, not, do, you, do 
do you know Melzi? Like she's been stressing over this. Like, I am a Libran. I, <laughs> the, making decisions is my the most difficult thing in my like in life. It's yeah, you do, yeah. Anyway, but I have come to a decision with Ninja Turtles as the fourth. Um, so recency bias maybe, but um, I had so much fun with Thanksgiving. Yeah. So much fun. I took myself to the cinema to see it. Like. <laughs> I don't know, a couple of Wednesday afternoons ago, a couple of other, I don't know, a few other people in the cinema and I was just cacking the whole time, just having the <laughs> hey, best That means time. laughing to you, yeah, Kentucky laughing. boys. Like I was just... <laughs> you picked this... up on the context. <laughs> I was, I was for in, yourself. I was in hysterics. Like I just enjoyed the absolute hell out of it it was so much fun um agreed i really Elsie, really I really loved question, it though? yeah okay my yeah. my big i have a couple of complaints am i, about I, it, am I your com- question person yes yes no oh. you're not this but the, for just for this just <laughs> yeah. for this one all right the villain yeah there's no like yeah that's the villain all right yeah. moving on moving of on. course <laughs> of course of course um yes yeah, 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 definitely. But I still and I and I never pick things like that. But yeah, a hundred percent. But um, but I just loved it so much. Um, now jumping around, my other one that I was like, was it going to be Ninja Turtles? But I couldn't remember it was Ninja Turtles, or was it going to be this? Um, Infinity Pool. I really, <laughs> really, yeah. really enjoyed Infinity Pool. Like now- the cinematography, the um. What are you going to say? Did you get to see it with the cum shot or without the cum shot? With the cum. I'm child's here. Um, like he with, the cum, yeah, no, with the cum shot. Um, Spoiler alert. <laughs> also, why would they might not have seen, seen that? It, it wouldn't cum. have made the list otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it was Ninja Turtles or this. Oh. <laughs> the ooze. The Secret of the ooze. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and it, it stayed with me. Like <laughs> it, it definitely stayed. Yeah, it's with hard me. to wash off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. going to say. <laughs> 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 um, my third, which I think qualifies because I don't think it came out in Australia until this year. But um, my third, fingers crossed. Otherwise, if it doesn't qualify, it's Ninja Turtles. Um, is Pearl. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, it did. It came out this year. You're right. Spot I on. Absolutely. Oh my god! I absolutely loved Pearl. I and I loved X as well. So I just cannot wait for Maxine. Oh my god, Pearl! I oh, it just made me so happy. Everything about it, I I just loved it. I know. So and much. all I wanted to do was find a cornfield afterwards. Like really. And find a scarecrow or fucking a. <laughs> <laughs> enjoyed pearl a lot more than x likewise yeah yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I did too but i still enjoyed x though but i pearl is yeah. like yeah. I, I actually enjoyed x more when i after i watched pearl i went back and yeah. watched x and actually enjoyed it even more like I, I went okay now i'm you know but pearl was phenomenal see yeah. there we go oh, there's I been lots so far there's been lots of connections to the show ben because we have interviewed martin henderson for x um i interviewed talk. we interviewed him for talk <laughs> you did <laughs> 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 um, um, Brennan Cronenberg, we had him on for yeah, Infinity yeah, Pool. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Eastman for Ninja Turtles, which hasn't dropped onto our socials yet, but it will. So we're we're sort of 
theming it very nicely here, people. There. <laughs> there you go. Didn't, didn't have Kate Blanchett on there, though, did you? <laughs> There's a good place to cut. <laughs> hey, it's weird, Paul. I just wanted to wish Glenn and Ben and all the Good Movie Monday listeners a very Merry Christmas and a great 2024. All right, folks, limber up, do some stretching, stay hydrated. It's time for Jarrett's final PE class. You just do what you do, mate. All right, I'll do it. So rather than tell you what's coming. Sorry, sorry, Jarrett, I think that deserves the award for best uh, PE class intro of the year. (laughs) Yes, 2023. Except you (laughs) fucked it up by jumping in and interrupting. (laughs) Yeah, No, I, I fucked up the segment, not the intro. (laughs) <laughs> <That's all right. laughs> they're different so awards than, different categories yeah, exactly yeah. <laughs> rather than tell you what's coming out this week because realistically there's not much i'm going to tell you what's coming out early next year so what we've got coming out in january and february so first up we've got saw x it's getting a release on blu-ray and dvd on jan 17th there's no 4k uhd and the blu-ray does not have dolby atmos locally so I've gone to the effort of importing it, admittedly sight unseen, <laughs> but I figured I own the other nine of them. So I've heard the tenth one's pretty good. So I'll just add that to the collection and that they, arrived today. So I'll watch that in seven months. They just greenlit um, number eleven. Number eleven, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, uh, Saw X, January seventeenth, Blu-ray DVD. Also on that very same date, on January seventeenth, getting a four K UHD Blu-ray and DVD is quite possibly. Uh, the one of the films that would not be making any. Hey, sorry, Jared, sorry, Jared. Just to stop you for a second, can we acknowledge the messy sink behind Melzi? Ah, oh. <laughs> but it's a lovely toaster. They're all clean. They're all clean, but they haven't been put away yet. <laughs> I've got internet out here. All right, you can't have everything. <laughs> Carry on, Jared. Sorry about that. So infinitely worse than uh, Melzi's sink is The Exorcist uh, Believer. <laughs> which is coming out on 4K Blu-ray and DVD. And I didn't even make it through an hour of the movie. I tapped out as soon as Ellen Burstyn had come into it and done her spot. And I went, this film cannot get any better. Uh, it's did you, fucking awful. Did you make it three nights? Did you make it up to the part where Justin Bieber comes in and then they kill him? It's the best, that's the best no, part of the... Spoiler alert, no, sorry. Hang Major on, spoiler is... alert. Are we talking about Zoolander 2 or are we talking no, about... It's, it's a believer joke. Yeah, it's, it's a believer. Yeah, I get you. I, I'm, I'm feeling you. No, that's all right. There's a whole conspiracy about have, him as well. gone down like a fucking lead balloon. Mate, I didn't get that. I loved you, I'm on board. I was with you on that one. <laughs> yeah, you I didn't get me that at all. Bieber. I was sitting here going, wait, where was Justin Bieber? <laughs> Needless <laughs> to say, though, Ben's joke is infinitely better than the film <laughs> Exorcist. It was. It it's it was an awful movie. movie. It's such it's an a... awful... Sh- oh, God. And some people were saying, oh, you know, like it has a really good build-up, but then it kind of loses momentum and turns to shit. There's no build-up. You know? And I'm like, there's nothing good about it. There's no character development. It's just... It's just... I don't know. It's David Gordon Green again. And that guy <laughs> should not hear a fucking film. Not, an, not only like an IP or a franchise. Let's kick him back to doing dramedies on the indie circuit. Revoke his director's guild card. Um, I've had enough of him. So, you, um, yeah, you I don't think there's going to be a trilogy three. anymore. So they right? wasted a lot of money buying yeah. the rights to do this. Am, um, I, am, I, million. I was going to say, am I ruining Outrageous. things, Glenn, by saying that uh, David Gordon Green's going to be on the show early next year? I was about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn couldn't let him know when he interviews him next year. No, I mean, he was, he was, he was quite good in the unbearable weight of massive talent. Was he in that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. He was the the director that Nicolas Cage gets advice from. 
Ah, oh, right. Okay. Yeah, I have to go back and watch. Don't I take can his only advice. Don't the, take his advice. I only remember the smooching. <laughs> yeah. That was that's that was the, That's our show's new tagline, isn't it, Ben? That's right. Good Movie Monday gives good smooches. <laughs> <laughs> so the next one up is admittedly one I haven't seen. And I dare say no one here's seen. Maybe Glenn's seen uh, the John Cena action comedy, possibly a bit of romance in there. Freelance no came thanks. out theatrically. Kind of no one really knew about it. What's well, coming out on Home Entertainment in February? Uh, that's Feb seventh on Blu-ray and DVD. Uh, then we've got Silent Night, the John Woo actioner, festive actioner. It's getting a four K Blu-ray and DVD, and that's coming out on Valentine's Day because there's nothing like watching a Christmas movie on Valentine's Day. Uh, but then the last one I want to mention is the new Hunger Games film, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, which I've actually heard good things about, but I'm tapped out on the Hunger Bird. Uh, yeah, Hunger, I thought Hunger it was Birds, the Hunger Games, to be honest. <laughs> the, Birds movie. the last four of them was enough, and that, they were fine. But I don't need Sorry, another one. Jarrett, do the Hunger Birds come out like this? <laughs> so they, and they tuck it between their legs and they say, you fuck me, God fuck me. <laughs> and that's all, that's all the releases. So until next year, stay physical. Stay physical. Oh, I thought we might all jump in on that one. <laughs> Hang on, Ben. Stay physical. <laughs> there we go. Tout, tout, thrown about your callow life in dismay. Rentum, osculum, tormentum. A decade twice over a day. We're about to uh, throw to a, a song uh, midway through the show here. This is a bit of a treat for everybody that's actually watching this episode on Facebook or YouTube because Chloe actually hosts a midweek show with myself called Wednesday Up Late. It's been a wicked year this year. We've hosted two specials, uh, one from Oz Comic Con and our 100th episode was a rotten food fest, um, eating really disgusting putrid foods. Um, and I just thought, for this musical break, we'll do a bit of a visual musical recap of the year that was. Uh, so enjoy, and we'll catch you all on the other side.
It's a fun little song. Hope you enjoyed that video. That was No New Friends by LSD. And um, now we're going to turn to James for his top three movies of the year. Uh, go for it. And you don't sleep, so maybe you're on the LSD. I don't know. Oh, I mean, not on my salary, I'm not. It'd be nice. I just have caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I'm going to start with the movie that I had no expectations of and really shouldn't have enjoyed. And I, and maybe because I didn't have expectations, I enjoyed it more than I should have. Yeah, I'm going to say I actually enjoyed Dungeons and Dragons Honor oh, yeah. yeah, it was, it was awesome. so good. But it yeah. was fun. It was fun, and yeah. I think that was like I I was going to go see it with my family, but they picked a certain movie about an Italian plumber that battles mushrooms <laughs> uh, <laughs> instead. And so I didn't see it for a long time, and I was sitting around, and I was not having exactly the best day, and I was like, I need escapism. And it, I had heard enough good things, but I'm like that, and I enjoyed it. It was it was let, exactly that. It was escapism. Let me tell you a funny story. So I interviewed the directors, right, and I complimented them on what I thought was the funniest joke in the film, which was the the Chancellor Jonathan scene right and i said i just think the fact that you've used it's like a python thing you've used this common name jonathan and they've really made it funny and he goes well no actually you're pronouncing it wrong which most australians do he goes it's jonathan, jonathan. he goes and jonathan is the joke i'm like well that's not funny like that's not a, that's not a joke <laughs> that's not yeah. <laughs> well I think the other thing it made me realize is I want nothing but Hugh Grant to be a villain from now on. That's what he needs to be. Or an Oompa uh, No. Yeah, uh, no, I no, he's, he's great as an Oompa Oh, he's, he's the best part of that I, film. I have not seen it yet. I'll, I'll let you know because I've got to take my kids. Uh, there there but... is Hugh Grant's been doing press for the film. And one of the things he's he on said it. in press, he's shitting all over it. But one of the things they said, you know, oh, he said, you know, they... I had to do all this stuff, and then in the long run, they didn't use any of my body. They just kept just used my head, uh, and you know it was laborious and this and that. And they're like, "But was it worth it to see the final product?" And he goes, "Not really." <laughs> yeah. <And> I'm like, "Wow!" <laughs> but I love Hugh Grant I, as an asshole. I think yeah, it's great. Me too. Me too. He's a villain, and he's an asshole in real life. That check had already cashed. He was good. He was good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. For, for my second one, and I know I'm the one, I saw uh, uh, some of your comments on it, but I am the one that uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny was meant for. That oh was, uh, I, I absolutely loved it. I think it hit me on a certain level. Uh, one of the scenes, spoiler, I guess, but halfway through the movie where the old Indiana Jones would have been, hey, we got away again and all that stuff. And he has the line, you yeah, know, my friend died. Mm hmm. And I yeah. think that hit me My in a certain murdered, way. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And and I think that shows an evolution of that character that I wanted to see and didn't want to see at the same time. Like, it is kind of this final swan song because he's starting to realize there's not there's nothing left and well, I'm look, losing people. So may I hand the baton to you because I feel like for the next couple of years, you're going to be me with Crystal Skull. Um Copying it from everyone, left, right, south. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, because I saw your comments on it, and I was like, no, it's way better than Crystal Skull. <laughs> and I'm a big Indiana Jones. I've got statues over here of Indiana Jones all around me. I'm actually looking at four of them. Uh, Can all of you please go into the waiting room while we duke it out? Um, no, I don't want to watch wrong. this. Don't get me wrong. I, I enjoy Crystal Skull for what it is and what it tried to do and do a sci-fi send-up. But no, Dial of Destiny... I like because it, it just worked really well for me and it shows that that character has actually evolved. And I, I think that's, that's actually why it's problematic, but awesome. my number one movie, and hopefully if nothing else, this will just make Chad furiously angry. 
that I got to it before he did. Sisu. Yep. yep. <laughs> yes. Sisu bang up, is, bang up. There is no film that you can't sell me on if the entire punchline of it is a very quiet guy kills Nazis for an hour and a half. I will show up and be in the, well, not the front row, it's hard on my neck, but I will be in the theater <laughs> every time. This was one of the first movies uh, in a long time that when it came out on, you know, home media, I was, I'm there. I'm, I was waiting in the store. I was like, unload it. Let's get it. I've got to go. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's yeah, Sisu, if you haven't seen it, I've summed it, summed it up already. I He doesn't say any line of dialogue till the very, very end, the, the protagonist doesn't. Uh, <laughs> but it's such a great just, I mean, if you're a fan of Nazis, the movie's not for you. But if you're a fan of Nazis, I, I, I got nothing for you. Uh, Sisu, it, I, I, I can watch it time and time again. I never get tired of it. Uh, I, I enjoy the John Wick films, but if John Wick killed Nazis, it would be even better. So that's it. Number Excellent. One. Awesome choice. I'm happy with that one. Yeah. And um, James, I knew I knew that was going to be your number one, so I didn't put it in my top three. So I was like, James got so, it. Uh, so it's so not actually like I'm are we being legit here? Like, just because James has it as his top one, I'm not going to have it as my top one. No, it's kind of. Anything yeah. to be contrarian, he's going to now say that his number one movie of this year was the Care Bears movie. And if you try to debate him and say that's an old film, he'll lose his ever-loving mind. Actually, he's going to pick Crystal Skull now. <laughs> and uh, let's move on to Chloe. Hello. Um, so, <laughs> as you all know, I am a basic, basic, basic white girl. So, all of my top three movies are basic white girl movies, I think. So, <laughs> strap in. Um, number three, obviously. I don't want to do a strap on joke. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Strap on Bobby. Well, you, um, have to, you have to strap on before you strap in. Strap that's... on. Strap. <laughs> 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 As you're saying. So Barbie, uh, <laughs> um, I was um, anticipating this movie for, you know, as soon as I knew it was coming out. Um, Ryan Gosling is not like up there for me. He never has been like that. Oh, Ryan Gosling. It's never been that for me. In this movie, I was like, oh, Ryan Gosling, you are so good. I love you so is much. Is he Knuff? he's enough for me uh yeah no it was just it was so pink and sparkly (laughs) joe shut up (laughs) oh damn it (laughs) the movie strap on um and i loved it so it was my number three and you'll never listen to matchbox 28 the same again (laughs) no i will it's heightened for me now it's just gone above and beyond um, my number two really, really surprised me and I didn't want to watch this movie. I was convinced to watch this movie because my 12 year old brother was able to watch it. So I'm like, well, I'm going to be able to watch it. Um, and as you all probably know, I don't consider myself a fan of horror, although I don't classify this as horror. I don't think, I don't know. I'm wrong. I know. I'm just going to get that out there now. <laughs> Cocaine Bear was oh. my number two. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's so good. So good. I don't like. I have no other words for it. It was. That's from the Boneheads' neck of the woods. 
I, funny. Yeah, but it's we funny. Have the, yeah. We have the real cocaine bear here in town. Yeah. I'd say I have a photo of my son posed with it because I'm a good father and I'm like, hey, sit next to that bear. Yeah. Okay. Let's get a photo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I hang have on, my. Hang on, I have, hang on, hang on. They're stuffed. It's taxidermy. Yeah. yeah. No, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Really? It yes, really yes. is a real story. Oh my yes. god! Yes, Wayland, the country singer Waylon Jennings owned it for a while in the FBI. It's a the okay. actual so real story. Is now that we're more interesting than the bullshit movie. Yeah. Okay, yeah so now that the, we've the, got the, that out of the way, Chloe, um, let's just quickly go around the table here. White Castle's real, right, folks? Yes. <laughs> oh my god, yes. <laughs> yes. I've, I've eaten there several times. I know. Yeah. Chloe didn't think it was. Same. All I want right now is to see Cocaine Bear in the person and eat a. <laughs> Fucking White Castle Burger. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, right 2024. Get on a plane. You, you can't get just one White Castle Burger. You have to get four White Castle Burgers. Yeah. yeah you can't just I do one. I will sit there for hours and eat burgers. And you Don't can even, you can, you can buy them oh, frozen right, in the now. supermarket, can't you? They're like, they're yeah. like that big. They're like, they're, they're not that good. They're not good on the supermarket. You have to get them from the restaurant. James, what do you say? Right now, just FYI, not that I'm doing a sales pitch, but if White Castle wants to pay me, Anyway, uh, they're, they're, <laughs> you get uh, ten White Castle cheeseburgers for six ninety nine American, so that's not bad. Uh, so Whoa, there you go, live the dream. So I don't. The you all probably don't have this here, but uh, there. But when you get when you order White Castle, you have to get a big red soda. It's a cherry vanilla uh, soda uh, because if you don't, uh, when you drink the big red, it negates the uh, the the after effect of what happens when you eat too many White Castles. Hmm. That doesn't happen Ooh. to me. Really? Yeah, I've built up immunity. No. <laughs> <laughs> Seven up. But, but real quick, I that we have a historic theater here in Lexington, Kentucky called the Kentucky Theater. It's over a hundred years old. They had Cocaine Bear. I saw it, I, the premiere that weekend there with the actual Cocaine Bear. It wasn't my favorite movie I saw, but it was my best experience at the theater. Was watching Cocaine Bear with yeah. this historic theater, almost jam packed and everybody drunk. What did, what did Cocaine Bear think of it? So good, so good. <laughs> and I'm not trying to steal. I'm not trying to 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 eat too much of Chloe's time. But the funny story is, I like James. I took my. There's a place called the Kentucky for Kentucky Fun Mall where the the stuff the the Cocaine Bear is stored. And uh, my seven and nine year old went, and they wanted to take a picture with it. And I was like, great. But then I realized I had. They were starting to ask me what cocaine yeah. was. <laughs> yes. so you them, right? Hold on, I've got this. You yeah. them, right? Well, the kids I... in the movie, like, well, the, yeah. the funny is, uh, in the co uh, at where the cocaine pair is on display, they have several cocaine paraphernalia around the bear. I just, well, I the, hope that it's like yeah. um, the, the Coca Cola Museum in Georgia, where they've just got little samples of coke from all around the world that you can try. <laughs> no, uh, no, what they, what they have, uh, uh, Ben, you'll love this, is they have a a, a piece of fried chicken uh, stored in resin, and they want you to pay one hundred and fifty dollars for it. Chad, <laughs> so, I've I've got how you explain cocaine to your children. That is what your mommy has to do to tolerate being with me see if you tell your children that it sets them up to have a conversation with their mother and you won't have any more conversations with anyone else. I, think, I think my exact my exact description is it's a very bad drug that makes people very very jumpy that's what it was like. that terrible yeah, booger well sugar i think it's, it's yeah it's what mary poppins gives the children to clean their room so fast chloe just <laughs> jump in and take over just jump in and take over so like, like, so I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna fit I'm gonna finish that with saying Melzy 2024 you and me babe we're going to Kentucky. Um, number Hell one, yeah. please do not judge me on this. 
okay? I am a sucker (laughs) for an SNL comedy. I am a sucker. So when Glenn recommended to me, please don't destroy the legend of Foggy Mountain, I was like, (laughs) all right. I don't think I have laughed this hard in God knows how long. I was... Like I've had three kids. I almost pissed myself when I was watched this movie. It was uncomfortable. Jarrett and I watched that in sync on the same night, texting each other back and forth, going, This is fucking amazing. I was Mel cackling. I was cackling and cacking myself. It was um, it's just, if you want a good giggle, go for it. It's, and just to, it's just to clarify for the people at home, Chloe, when you say almost piss yourself, mm-hmm. you mean you actually pissed yourself. <laughs> I mean, there was a dribble. Right? <laughs> I can stand uh, it. Here's my top three. Uh, Excellent. Say, now, here in a second, Joe's going to hit you up for your OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chad, we uh, head over to you now, mate. Oh, my God. I couldn't help it when she said cacking, cacking, cacking. <laughs> um, oh, man. So I had, I kind of had the same problem as, as Melzy, but kind of different in that I had so many movies I loved this year that I was having a hard time putting them in the top three, which is why I left Sisu out, because I just knew James would give it a glorious recommendation, which he did. Um, so... I'm going to pick, my third pick uh, was one that went right to streaming, Uh, but it's uh, They Clone Tyrone. I legitimately love They Clone Tyrone. I've never heard of it. Is this the Um, Jamie Foxx one? It's Jamie Foxx, John Boyega. Oh, yes. Yeah, and it's it's about a gangster in, uh, in Los Angeles, or in a Los Angeles type area who just realizes that he has been cloned over and over and over again. Spoilers, by the way. Um, uh, and then it's just chaos ensues. And it, 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 the director and the writer, they cover like all the African-American stereotypes that we have here in the United States. And, and they tie it into a government conspiracy, which is hilarious. Um, yeah, I, 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 I could not stop watching it. So I, I really, really enjoyed it. So that's why it made my top three. Uh, what was, what number two streaming service was it on, Chad? It's Netflix. on Netflix. Netflix, okay. Yes. Um, now, number two was going to be Sisu, but I replaced it with Dream Scenario with Nicolas uh-huh. Cage. Yeah. Oh, man, I want to see this. Bad. I, yeah. um, I, I gave up the screening the other week because I was just too tired. I couldn't go at 9.30 <laughs> in the morning on a Wednesday. And I want to see up. it with my wife. We love the cage. We've got to see the cage together. <laughs> I saw it at 9 a.m. On, on a Friday morning, <laughs> and I am so happy I did. <laughs> it looks great. Uh, I haven't seen it, but I'm, I'm, it. yeah, me too. Yeah, uh, the only the only criticism I have is the plot's kind of weak, but Nicolas Cage's performance from beginning to end sells the movie, he, and he plays the most awful person ever. Didn't he say wow. this week or last week he's only got three films left in him? Yeah, I mean, main, I, mainstream big budget films, but thirty-one DTV <laughs> action thrillers. He's still got to well, finish the Left Behind he, trilogy. Did yeah. he say he wanted to go? But he wanted to go into TV now. Now that he's, oh, he's wow. done with, which I you know is That's a harder work. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that sounds great because I know uh, a while back he did a thing where he said he uh, wouldn't do Star Wars because he wanted to do Star Trek. This could be great news. We need another spinoff. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I can't wait to see uh, Nicolas Cage in the Game of Thrones reboot. That's going to be amazing. 
<laughs> Didn't we get that with Black Death or what was the movie that he did? Oh yeah, no, it wasn't that. It was um, yeah, not yeah, yeah, the... season of the witch. No, season of the season witch. Of the maybe. Witch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was one of them. That one was okay. I think Sean Sean Pertwee or yeah, something. Sean, Sean Bean. Sean Bean. Sean was Bean was in the Black. You was in the Black yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> dream scenario was my second. Just because, like I said, again, Nicholas Cage. If he he has been on a good streak of making at least one good movie a year, sometimes two or three. Mm. Um, Definitely. And then out number of the one, 15, I... out of the fifteen that he makes, yeah, <laughs> them good odds. <laughs> yeah. It's like this, the whole his career is is a is an analogy for the entire studio system. It's the, only one doing... has to work. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I still maintain I will always support Nicolas Cage because he. I assume he takes jobs the way I do would. Whereas, oh well, that sounds cool. Yeah, I'll do it. Like right. I mean, it's, oh, uh, I tell you what, <laughs> you're not our ideal cast for Ghost Rider, but. You want to play a guy with the flaming skull? Yeah, I'll do it. Several <laughs> several years ago, when Nicholas Cage was in Melbourne, I went to IMAX, um, and it was an empty sort of late night session. And he snuck in through the front lower door and was maybe three rows nice. in front of me. But his the way he scurried along the aisle was the exact same image from National Treasure. You know that shape he does. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a moment. I was starstruck yeah. by the silhouette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. James and I both love Nicolas Cage to death. Uh, he's one of our favorite actors. Joe's too. But um, James has been insistent that we try to watch Grand Isle with him, and I cannot get through it. I've given it two attempts, and I just oh, dude. Now, I, and I told you that's a movie that had a budget in the beginning, and I looked this up. It's true. They were three quarters of the movie where you're like, oh, this could go somewhere. Like they built suspense. It's not. It didn't have a huge budget to begin with. But then you can almost tell the moment where they probably had to walk in and be like, yeah, Nick, you're not going to get that last paycheck. We're, we're broke. <laughs> <laughs> because they wrapped the movie up in something like 15 minutes after suspense, suspense, suspense. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, we're out of money. Give Nick a gun and we're going to have the cop show up and we'll wrap this movie. So if you haven't seen Grand Isle, do check it out because you'll know, knowing that backstory, You'll be able to tell the exact moment when the production company ran out of money and said, yeah, you're not going to get fully paid for this. Because that's the true story behind it, because I caught it on demand, and I was like, that movie twisted quickly, and it doesn't make sense, and that's, that's why. So, Grand Isle, check it out if you want to kill time and brain cells. And, and then for my first uh, for my first, first pick, I couldn't not make this my first pick, even though Joe has already mentioned it. Uh, the Holdovers is by far my favorite movie of the year. Yep. Um, Paul Giamatti. Uh, Paul Giamatti is probably my top, one of my top three favorite actors of all time. I, I, I just, he does, he, he's one of those last, I think he may be the last actor who, that, that is, that is, you know, popular today who doesn't have the look, you know, mm -hmm. he's just a yeah. normal looking mm -hmm. schlub. True. Yeah. Yeah. And he has a magnificent lat. bung eye in this movie that is like a running gag, and it's so good. The walleye. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, call him, they call him walleye. <laughs> awesome. Um, but yeah, uh, the only problem, like like Joe mentioned earlier, it does have a formulaic plot. Like, it's it's one of those ones you've seen over and over again, which you don't usually see with Alexander Payne movies. But that being said, the, the, the directions it takes and the performances of the top three, and uh, I do want to point out that I'm going to completely butcher her name divine joy randolph is one of the amazing is an amazing actress who is doing a lot of like banger roles lately and just isn't she kind of goes under the radar that people don't talk about her enough 
And I'm hoping that this movie kind of escalates her to the next level because she yeah. was phenomenal. I think what makes that movie so special is the fact that it was a tried and true formula and he kind of, Alexander Payne, came in and made it something a bit different. He did, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I agree with you 100%. Yeah, um, awesome. Which well, this will probably be my second year in a row of picking a movie that's Oscar bait. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, mate. Nothing wrong with that. Um, here's, they here's got something. you. <laughs> yeah. Here's something else and then a bit more. It all started when I was just 13 years of age. One day, while walking with some friends, I accidentally cut the cheese. Well, in my adolescent awkwardness, I blamed it on an old gypsy woman who happened to be passing by. Big mistake! The gypsy woman placed a curse upon my head. Because I'd smelt it, she decreed I would forevermore be he who does it! So as you can, uh, as you've heard throughout the show, there's been some voices there from people that have passed away this year. Uh, very sad. Every every single year, celebrities die, and it's shocking. And um, many shows look back and they call it the in memoriam. But Chloe's been keeping tabs, and this year we're calling it Chloe's Death Watch. Oh my god! <laughs> Take it away, Chloe. <laughs> Jesus, so morbid. So. Um... You know, it, death is sad, but let's talk about people who died because that's nice. Um, <laughs> I think Ben had another another name for this segment when I pitched it. What was it, Ben? You know, I can't remember that, uh, oh, Glenn. All right, no. <laughs> okay, death watch it is. All no, right. it was it was um, it was celebrities that have died that we want to fuck. <laughs> so Barry hey, Humphreys is at the top of my It depends on what mode he's in. <laughs> oh my gosh. So um Barry Humphreys, obviously at the top of my list. Dame Edna Everidge for anyone else. That's I want to have sex with him. Um <laughs> Okay. Uh, you can now. If you want to. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> sure it's illegal, style, but I mean that's fine. Um, how does that work if they've been cremated? I just just curious question. Sorry. <laughs> you you it to a bag. And then freeze it. Yeah, yeah. And then freeze like it. Sea monkeys. You like sea you monkeys. Add spam. Uh, yeah. Uh, every spam other time, jelly. James, you have to and get it spam wet. Jelly. I'm not familiar with that, Joe. Thank you. I don't know how that works. I've never had it happen. I'm it's so sorry, Barry. Play. Please don't smite me down. Um, <laughs> he used to come. He used to come into the porn store I worked at. Oh well. At the at the DVD collection, which was a DVD shop in Melbourne, at the back was a porn store. And uh, wow. Barry Humphreys used to come in all the time. So Barry Humphreys is from a place where I grew up called Oak Park. And I used to spend uh, every single day after school on Puckle Street smoking cigarettes and drinking $1 coffees from the cafe because I was really cool. Um, um, and we always, our claim to fame was um, uh, the Castle House, which was in Strathmore where I used to live and Puckle Street, Oak Park, where Barry Humphreys was from. So, you know, um, <laughs> All right, so going down the list, we also have Paul Rubens, which mm -hmm. I know hit Glenn extra hard. Um, I'm here. not completely familiar with Paul Rubens as much as everybody else, I don't think. You so. would be if you sat in front of him in a cinema. <laughs> <laughs> I get that joke. Um, we also have Jeff Burr, uh, William Friedkin, Julian Sands. Anthony Hickox, Tina Turner, Tom Sizemore, uh, Ray Stevenson, and Ryan O'Neill, which was just um, recent, a couple, of, Talk couple about of days ago. Glossing over the legends there, Jeff Burr, that hit me really hard. That was yeah. unexpected. 
And Jeff just was, just was it just yesterday? Andre Brower. We just yeah, I was going to say she, yeah, yeah, Andre Brower was just yesterday. Yeah, yeah we I just say, talked uh, about the, Paul the, Giamatti and and they were together in duets. A fantastic, yeah. phenomenal uh, <laughs> double performance in duets. I was going to say Paul the three Giamatti, that hit me. The three that hit me hard this year was Pee Wee, Paul Rubens. Like it devastated me. Um, and then uh, Andre Brower, and then mm. also Jeff Burr. Those were the three that hit me bad this year. Mm. Absolutely. Any more there? Yeah, there's a few. Obviously, we've got um, Matthew Perry, which was, um, I think, a well, a surprise, but not a surprise to a lot of people. We've got people like Suzanne Summers, Richard Roundtree, Bert Young, Michael Gambit. Hang on, did Suzanne Summers die? Yep. Yeah. Oh. I had no idea. Sorry That's about that. Shock. So sorry, <laughs> Brad. <Brandon. laughs> I didn't know that. Summer went wow. directly into fall. This is why I didn't want this job. Bob <laughs> <laughs> um, Barker. We've got David McCallum, Sinead O'Connor, Tony Bennett, Bert Bacharach, who um, really um, embarrassingly I was introduced to through the Austin Power movies. So um, that's... <laughs> That's me. Um, we've got Cormac McCarthy, Lance Reddick, Raquel Welch, um, and Francis Stur- Sturg. Yep. Stur- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Francis. <laughs> yes, Chad. Is that the end of the list? Yes. Okay. Uh, I do want to mention she mentioned she missed one uh, because this oh, one also, I missed a few. Well, this oh. one also <laughs> devastated me this year was uh, the death of Richard Mole. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Night Court. There's there's only two cast members left of Night Court, and it that was like my favorite TV show for a year. Still is one of my favorite TV shows of all time. And I'm fess fess up, Chloe. Was he on your list? Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Did you say it? (laughs) No. No. She skipped him. (laughs) I can't read the list. I'm getting old, and I need my glasses, and I can't read. Oh, Chloe. House. (laughs) He was in House. Ben. Big Ben from House. you're leaving out, but I'm a cheerleader. Okay, only me. Never mind. James, I couldn't no, tell James just wants to. Or if you were just yeah, telling he us just wants to tell everybody he's a cheerleader yeah, because I'm well known. Good for on my you. Positive atmosphere giving. Yeah, I don't. I, I guess when y'all laughed at me standing up, if James uh, stood up, y'all would laugh at him because he's wearing a skirt. <laughs> go, go, fight, fight. Gee, I hope I look all right. Hi. Sean McEwen here. Hey, Glenn and Ben and all of the listeners. Just a brief holiday message to you guys. Glenn, wanted to say what an amazing podcast Good Movie Monday is. Probably one of the best ever. And its hosts are probably the smartest, funniest, coolest, and best looking in the world. You guys are truly changing lives. And then in parentheses, Sean, obviously try to sort of put this in your own words, but definitely work those things in. Thanks, mate, Glenn. Okay, yeah. Um, anyway, um, so hopefully I got that right. Uh, happy holidays, guys. Uh, Sean McEwen, filmmaker here from the US of A. I hope you have a great holiday. Glenn, I hope I got that just like you wanted me to put it. And uh, Chloe Tamman says, happy holidays. Actually, she doesn't say happy holidays. She says, quit stalking her and please like lose her Instagram and her Facebook and all her socials and our attorneys will be contacting you. Um, hope you guys are well. Happy holidays. Well, because uh, 
because we're very cheap here on Good Movie Monday, uh, rather than buy each other a Chris Kringle presents, uh, for Chris Kringle this year, we're just giving each other questions. So uh, <laughs> over the course of the last week, I contacted everyone and gave them their secret Chris Kringle recipient. Uh, uh, so you, uh, let us begin. With, can we first? Uh, can we first just talk about what you wanted to do originally? <laughs> no, you've forgotten that too. <laughs> no. I don't think he has. <laughs> if I just foil what did I want to do originally? What did I want to do originally? You wanted, oh, you wanted to choose your, you, you wanted to choose yourself for everybody's too question. much credit, Jared. Oh, no, that's, <laughs> so that's my, 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 my gimmick of the thing was I was going to give everyone two. Two, like the person they actually had and me. So then I would just have questions uh, <laughs> so I would steal all the airtime. I, I decided I decided not to do that. Because sometimes I, even I get sick of my own the sound of my own voice. I Real. think you should have just gave everybody your name secretly. That would have that would have been the right move. I yeah, because then that, that second name. go to the second person and everyone's faces would just be like, oh yeah. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what he should have done. All right. Tony, I was as smart as you, Joe. I just didn't think of it. <laughs> but uh, why don't we uh, why don't we kick things off with? I'm just going to go in uh, in order on my screen. So why don't we start it off with uh, Melzi? <gasps> oh man, um, that's good because I feel like mine might be a bit boring. <laughs> <laughs> mine might I had Glenn. Oh my god! Oh, there I we go. Know. Which I think maybe like I. I think our Christmas episode last year, I was like, we did questions for each other, and pretty much every question I was like, "Who would you rather have a threesome with, this person or this person? <laughs> Who would you rather? like?" Every single question was like that, and I've gone very like demure this time, which is very weird. Um, so my question is, who is the person that you have interviewed or been in contact with that has made you the most nervous or starstruck? Oh. Fuck. Um, well, I actually know the answer to this. I asked him this once. Well, oh, I think. God, Joe, we're just like insane. No, I think tonight. if I'm not mistaken, like I was definitely nervous talking to Michael Mann. Um, but he turned out to be a prick. And so I got over that real quick. Oh, and that, that was going to be, you know, and how did it go? So, okay. Yeah, no, because I fact checked him and, and, and he was wrong and he didn't <sighs> like it. And then I had a publicist later telling me that has to, you can't use that in the interview and all that kind of shit. <laughs> so is it is it a problem if I tell you that I got a secret Christmas message from Michael Mann coming up later in the show? <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a revenge. And all message. it is is him doing this. <laughs> it, yes, it's, it's, it's just him going, "Fuck you, Glenn. I was right. I don't care what Wikipedia says." Let's just say he was he was as arrogant as fuck. Really? So, yeah, yeah, he was. Um, so yeah, that's my answer. Well, that's good. That's, is that's that is that the same good. answer I gave you, Joe? That's a good answer. No, you know, well, no, you gave me one of, you said Rob Zombie. Oh, yeah, of course, that too. Oh, so, and what happened? The, As I recall, that that no, no interesting story there, but I was just nervous because I was a fan. Like, yeah, you know, fair. Yeah, yeah. And, and I sort of, at that point in time, I was sort of, I was excited about talking to the rock star, not so much the filmmaker. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. Next time you interview Rob Zombie, if you've got a similar feeling, just imagine Halloween 2. Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Yeah. And no, so I say Halloween. I say Halloween. 
Yeah, yeah, you could do both. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, he did. He, yeah. Didn't li- he didn't like it when I reenacted the Lords of Salem scene. I was sitting there just doing this while we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you could just talk to him how every character in his films talk, like fucking shit, ho, You should have put a filter on and done Sherry Moon zombie interviewing him. He would have been right at home. He would have been sitting there doing this. <laughs> <laughs> but there we go. Hope I answered your question. All right, Joe, you're next, buddy. So I have to ask a question. Yes, to the person. My question is for Chloe, and I was trying to do a smart ass question, and but Melody actually set it up to kind of do a serious question, and I'm kind of curious because, and and I'm sorry I don't know the story, but how in the hell did you get involved with all this insanity? Oh, okay. So this is a meet cute, the meet cute story. I want to hear your mute meet cute with two ugly fogs. This is a great, this is a great <laughs> I want to hear your threesome story. Your really, really <laughs> shitty threesome it's story. So boring, um, but so awesome at the same time. So I used to sit on my couch um, a lot of the time and I'd be watching a movie. My husband would be there yep. and I'd be like, yep. did you know? Um, and then blah, 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 whatever I was talking about. And he goes, can you please like start a podcast or something? Because I don't care. I don't care. There has to be someone else out there that cares, <laughs> um, it, but it's not me. So anyway, I thought it would be really funny to um, do that with my mum because uh, we're very close in age. Uh, she was only 16 when she had me. We have a very um, interesting dynamic when we talk to each other. We're a lot like sisters rather than mother and daughter. So we had a podcast. And, um, that's kind of how Glenn came into it. He kind of saw us that way. And I took a hiatus, uh, from our podcast. He asked me to start doing a segment for Good Movie Monday, um, which I started doing. And then that kind of developed into our own sort of, um, spinoff type of thing. Yeah. Okay. And now I haven't yeah. gone back to my original podcast. <laughs> it's just so insane that my mum so had me at 16 as well. No like, way. Yeah, that's pretty weird, hey? Yeah. My mum had me at 32. Yeah. So <laughs> twice. No. I'm 33 now. And I'm 40 now. A child so... wants to make me, you know, like. Uh, I don't know. I've never had me. created in a lab. <laughs> <laughs> All three bowed heads were about to make the same damn joke. Only different variations. I was about to say, my mom won't have anything to do with me. So we were all three making <laughs> But I do, can I, was... I do one re- one really quick follow-up smart-ass joke sure absolutely you have three children you know how mm-hmm. that works right yes As a guy I who do. only has the one okay mm, i do i know i'm gonna move on i know <laughs> i apologize to the world uh <laughs> that, I, that i kept doing that so <laughs> all right uh, all right chadley it's your turn <laughs> so don't worry i'm not going to ask you what is your favorite cheese pun oh yeah i thank god because i actually forgot about that so i'm not prepared at all (laughs) Uh, but i wouldn't have been gooder at all (laughs) (laughs) okay i'm done and next (laughs) that joke stinks um, I'm also not going to go the route of you and Joe and ask a serious question. Uh, what's your favorite knock-knock joke? Oh, um, uh, uh, so I thought this was hilarious when I was three and 
my mum having had me at 16, we had, I was, you know, ensconced in all of the friends, the teenage friends, which, which is insane to think about. Yeah. So I just thought it was the funniest thing. Um, the knock, knock, who's there? Bear, bear, who? Bear bum. <laughs> and it's never left. Like it's good. I like one it. Of my, one of my friends. Yeah, but one of their friends. Got, you got to adapt the child. And I just thought it. that was the funniest. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm so glad I didn't get that ever. question because there's no way I could remember it. <laughs> and I'm a little bear, upset bear that bum. she didn't let me go. I'm a little upset she didn't let me go. Who's there? <laughs> well i was like in my head i was like oh shit shit what is it <laughs> i do want to point out that i had a series of of serious questions i'm like no i'm going for the i'm yeah, going that's for the good. i approve mine mine's, mine i'm regretting mine now but anyway <laughs> <laughs> all right james my friend you're up next well ben my question is for you and i'm not going serious or not serious i'm going somewhere out of left field hypothetical sometimes when a show runs for a while you know a cast member leaves and they have to recast it i want you to recast this panel using only celebrities of your choice (laughs) (laughs) and do not say tony from neighbors thank you very much that is incredible friendship rides on this ben all right (laughs) Starting right, five uh, since I was born. All right, that's amazing. <laughs> All right, so I'll start with I'll start with Glenn. I reckon I'm going to recast Glenn with uh, cute little Jonathan Lipnicki <laughs> <laughs> from Jerry Maguire. He's from Jerry Maguire. He's yes. big now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hold on uh, to, to, to do a do a call back to a previous episode you all did is that because uh, uh glenn's fingers are the same size as jonathan lip nicky's as kid he's got those dull, dull, little fingers little hands that, that was wild that video <laughs> i am still sorry mel <laughs> sorry glenn i had to go for it all right, so um, Jarrett. I think uh, I think Jason Bateman for you. I think yes. I, I will take that in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah, yes. absolutely. Yes. I've done well. I've done 100%. well. Hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, uh, hmm. Who? Uh, I think. Well, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Joe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey Ben, yes. what about Rodney Rude? <laughs> <laughs> That's He's an Australian cast. comic from the eighties. Legend <laughs> is great casting. Good you look like, exactly like the cartoon. Where's yeah. the fucking bike? No, that's, that's Kevin Bloody Wilson. That's Kevin Bloody Wilson. Oh shit! <laughs> Holy shit! Oh my god, I do look like he's he does look like a great version of me a little bit. And go back yeah. to the eighties. Go back to the eighties. Oh my God! Oh, there he is in a in some sort of Catholic hat, flipping off the camera. So yeah, there you go. Uh, there is there is a you're welcome. There is a he has a hat that has down. hands on it, and he goes, "I'm handicapped." <laughs> oh my God! It was the height of Australian humor in the 1980s, and then yeah. Paul Hogan came along and just, ruined everything. Just yeah, go yep. down that rabbit hole. You won't regret it. Yeah, yeah, I'm loving it. The same little, sense uh... of humor Joe has. <laughs> <laughs> At least he didn't go on the nose and say like Kevin Smith. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. I get that all the time. I'm pretty sure I said of... that to you the first time I met you. <laughs> Probably. I, I did a whole, I did a convention once and there was these three ladies who sit at the front for all the panels all weekend. And at the end, right at the end, they go, so you're the comic book guy, right? And I go, what are you talking about? <laughs> for some fucking reason, these three 70 year old ladies thought that Kevin Smith took the time <laughs> for the panels in Lexington, well, Kentucky for them. Or three days. Joe, this is a compliment. <laughs> You're on the same trajectory, mate. You're dropping the pounds just like he did. <laughs> Cocaine is a you hell of a You've got to keep up with the jerseys, mate. Come on. That's true. I don't I do not right. have a hockey jersey. Keep casting, babe. All right. Look, to continue the the tradition of uh, of uh, casting uh famous Australians who the boneheads have never heard of, James. <laughs> James, I think I'm going to cast uh, Bert Newton as you, Australia's, Australia's greatest, greatest uh, celebrity. Sharpest wit, sharpest wit. It's a compliment. Yeah. Not the, not the, it's not the, uh, the personality for sure. Sharpest wit ever. Oh, 100. percent The sharpest, yeah. the the you know, the greatest. It's the, like I would say Don Lane, but go uh, young, I'd, go young Bert Newton. If you're looking him up, please. Yeah, not, <laughs> he's, uh, right he's now he's googling the shit out of it. He's like, what? Yeah. I am, and, and uh, uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I'll take it. Yeah, that's fair. He, was, he actually he means Bert Newton was, now. <laughs> he has won the gold Logie, I think, more than anyone else, Bert Newton. More than He's, Lisa McCune, more than Georgie Parker. We're talking a foreign yeah. language right now, guys. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's okay. is the golden version of the BAFTA. <laughs> Did you call yeah. it the golden Loogie? Logie, Logie, but L. Logie, Okay, not Logie. Okay, it's our Emmy. Logie. It's our Emmy. Can we get a Logie? Yeah. <laughs> Can it be golden? Not from Bert because he's left us. Oh. Uh, they amputated his leg as well. None, before of, the, he none left. of the showers are going to be golden either. <laughs> <laughs> hey James, I hate pay. to break it to you. Uh, you're dead. <laughs> my, my social life has been that way for years. <laughs> it's a break it to you, but only the seven people in this room even know James exists. No, <laughs> this, this is the worst actually, sense ever. He's actually Glenn's LSD illusion. <laughs> Which means you've got a bad batch just sit in the corner till it passes. <laughs> Who else do we have? Do you have uh, Melzy, yeah. I'm, oh, who am I gonna? How do I? How do Fresh I do this and not get cancelled? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> or get cancelled? Yeah, do it, do it, man. <laughs> no, I don't know. I uh, I don't know. I've got to think. I've got to think about both Chloe and Melzy. Yeah. Oh, Chloe's easy. Chloe is too easy. Excuse me. Just one time at band camp. <laughs> Sorry, who? Oh, three kids. Chloe, three yeah. kids. Yeah. Okay. Or you're just yeah. really easy yeah, for okay. one dude. <laughs> so who is who is totally, married, your kids so no. have totally, your kids have totally different fathers. <laughs> Allison Hannigan, Hannigan, whatever. Allison Hannigan. Allison Hannigan. Willow. That's a good one. That's a good Definitely. one. Yeah, let's go to band camp, Chloe. Let's go to band camp. So funny story. <laughs> when I was in high school, intentionally, I used to time? say. Do you remember like this one time? And then people would say, 
at band camp and I'd be like, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> Not where I thought that story was going. <laughs> Joe was looking for toot sweets. I'll, t- I'll tell you my band camp stories after. I just was like, and then I accidentally sat down. I think, I think Melzy, for you, I think there? I'm going to have to go Marissa Tomei. Oh, oh, wow, that's good. Oh, what a pick. Yeah. You know what? We all would. We I all would. Marissa Tomei. But, but my cousin, <laughs> my cousin Vinny Marissa Tomei. Mm, fuck yeah. 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 Oscar worthy performance. Thank you. I suddenly feel good last. about myself. <laughs> and uh, look, well, I, I, I am sorry. Well, I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry, Chad, because, I, you know, this person has since been proven innocent. So it's okay again. <laughs> but, uh, for me, I would cast you. I would get uh, yeah, Kevin. Well, I get Kevin Spacey <laughs> from, from Superman Returns. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. If you could just do and just to help me out, if you could just do an impression of Al Pacino right now, uh, Kev, or, no, an impression of Kevin Spacey doing an impression of Al Pacino, <laughs> that would be fantastic. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. <laughs> All you have to do is go. Hoo-ah! <laughs> she's got a or she's got a noise ass. That was more of a yes, ass. Ass. that was more or, or, Kevin or sing Pollock the doing Kevin Spacey doing Spacey, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> or sing, um, sing the just sing the uh Dunkachino song. <laughs> that would be the ultimate if you would sing the uh Dunka 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 Dunkachino. I got two things to say. Two things to say. I always like to pull the curtain back a little bit, but Ben uh Kevin Spacey rejected our interview offer, so there's that. <laughs> that son yeah, of a bitch, forget it then. I know. But secondly, now you've got to cast yourself. Oh, now I've got to cast me. Uh the rock. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. yes. No, no, I think uh I think I would cast you know, Mickey Rooney, when he played Bill in the two Bill movies? <laughs> I want to say... A deep, that's a deep cut. <laughs> I really fell off my stool there. But... <laughs> I want to go, like, Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> that, that'd be great. No, Philip Bill, it's got to be Bill. In, be Bill. in happiness. Yeah. In, yeah. <laughs> so in, uh... I, was, I was thinking more Boogie Nights, but, you know, whatever. Say, yeah. Oh, no, yes. No, it's happiness. It's happiness. You mind if I... I was thinking it? dead Philip Seymour yeah. Hoffman. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. After every you episode, Ben sticks his show notes to the, the wall. And not expect to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to think of myself more as uh, as Philip Seymour Hoffman in uh, Punch Drunk Love. Uh, yeah. You know. Uh, <laughs> Have we done the full loop around it, with uh, the questions? Is that everyone? Mm-hmm. No, 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 my friend. Oh. We are only halfway through. Oh fuck's sake! Uh, <laughs> I was trying to get done because I, I haven't been asked a question yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Uh, uh, Jarrett, I believe you are next, sir. All right. My question goes out to Joe. And this is a question that has kept me up at night, not necessarily thinking what you would answer, but in my head, uh, it's, it's to do with time travel and it won't upset the time space continuum. But if you could travel back in time and see any film on its theatrical release that you didn't see because you were too young or you weren't born yet, and yeah. get to experience that film with an audience for the first time, whether you'd seen Love it or this. not, doesn't matter. But I know the answer. See the experience of the whole audience reacting to things in that film. What would the you? film be? I know what my answer would be. What is it, be. Chad? Oh, Star Wars. Your... 
No, it's not. It's not Star Jones? Wars. Uh, Porky's. Is it Porky's? I bet it's Porky's. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you, I tell, it's kind of three or four fold, if you don't mind. There's, yeah, go I for can't, it. I can't. I'm terrible at. I, so I'm awful no, about. Are you Libran? The best one? Would you say? Are no, you a Libran? No, 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 no. No, I'm straight. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> we can't even make decisions in that way. So. Oh no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just an ass. I. Uh, so I, wouldn't it have been cool? Uh, Chad's half right. It'd be one of them would be Empire. When Vader and to the theater, when Vader says it, and the other one would be, wouldn't it be cool to be there for Psycho? Oh, that's Ooh, mine. Yeah. That's mine. Yes, yeah. and I, I just no, want to add. I think Chloe's frozen. Point. Oh, I she... thought she was just really pissed at. Wow, me. that would be <laughs> Psycho would be incredible <laughs> because that reveal, like, oh, okay, we've yeah, yeah. Can you <laughs> imagine? Me, was it fifty nine or sixty? Can you imagine 60. me in the sixty? Yeah, sixty. So, and you just that, and another one just because there is a ton through the eighties, but, uh, but there's so many, I, that's really, that's a really great question, but I, I don't know that Psycho's one of my, my favorite <laughs> movie. I don't even know if it's like my favorite Hitchcock film, but I can't imagine being in the theater in 1960 and watching those people melt the fuck down. Yeah. Mines would have been blown. Yeah. hundred percent. Cause nobody saw that coming. I actually we all think... know it now. Yeah, mine would be, mine would be an I would kind of. Nobody asked you, Ben. (laughs) (laughs) All all uh, questions go back to Ben. Is from Dust or Dawn, just because I remember when it came out on on video, and the amount of people who came into the video store returning it, going, "Oh, thought it was going to be a Tarantino crime movie." Halfway through, it turns into a vampire film. It's my shit. Ben, I I, I love to see that in the cinema. I did see it in the cinema. With my mom, <laughs> I did too. I saw in the cinema with my mom as well. With with the cheat with Cheech going, my favorite new flavor, apple pie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I watched it first time with my mom, and then there's that scene when Julia Lewis says, "You want to eat my pussy?" <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Oh, dear. Well, said yes. Later. The difference, <laughs> is, mom, by the, the TV way, can't hear you. The difference is that Joe's mom corrected them and said, no, you actually can't do it that way, the better technique. And it got really complicated. (laughs) (laughs) The implication I'm making is that Joe's mother is a her. (laughs) She's a her. Where are we at? Where are we at, Ben? Well, look, uh, it was going to be Chloe uh, next, but we'll have to wait for her to to, uh, jump back in. So, uh, a Glenn. Alrighty, I've got James. And mine's pretty basic too, but I'm wondering if you had to recommend one John Hughes movie to someone that's never heard of him, which one would you choose? How rapey do you get? <laughs> Can it just be written by him or does it have to be directed yeah, by him as just, well? No, very just good any, okay. any John Hughes. Both uh, I mean, yeah, I, I think that the knee-jerk reaction would probably be I'm gonna go basic. I guess kind of the Breakfast Club, right? I think. Yeah, yeah. That would be that would be the one I would go to because it's the Wrong. one that has. Uh, is this going to be where you go off on a tirade about the underrepresented ones? No, I, I think the Breakfast Club because <laughs> a it's also the most nonsensical. That mm-hmm. is the height of '80s fantasy because yeah. this may shock you all, but I was the nerd in high school, uh, <laughs> and now, and when I was born. 
the only person the doctor willingly slapped multiple times. Anyway, the point <laughs> being, the point being, uh, none of that would actually work out that way, right? Like nobody's going to be like, oh, we've all grown in an afternoon of detention together. And, but to Hugh's credit, it works, right? I watched that movie and I'm like, oh, well, you know, the guy that was going to kill himself is better now. No, he's not. He wouldn't be. be. <laughs> so I think there's there's so much in that film that shouldn't work, but there's something about the way that it's done to where I can watch it and I'm not like, oh, let me roll my eyes in the back of my head. And that's the power of an 80s John Hughes. Just It works. And yeah. so that would be the one I would say because the other ones don't hold that magic as well as you said they can come across as a little rapey and that one's problematic as well but there's something about it that holds up anyway <laughs> chance is shaking his head what's going on it, it has to be plane trains and automobiles yeah that'd be right <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think not, I not think baby's I, day out classify plane trains and automobiles though because that doesn't have uh, it, it does but it doesn't have somebody else could have done that movie and it would have been okay it would have worked oh uh, i don't know about that <laughs> you don't think the magic of john candy sir if you besmirch john candy i'll burn your house down. <laughs> <laughs> i still i if i could find the animated series camp candy on dvd i'd be watching it right now <laughs> as would i well um, I, I, I i there's me left well and... yep you can go ahead. Chloe's on her way back. Her dog pulled the, her, okay, her so dog do, pulled the internet do. out. <laughs> what happened to her dog? It pulled the, the internet, internet out. out. Oh. <laughs> Damn dog. Classic. Ate my lunch too. Oh, no, the homework. My homework, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, my question, my question is for Jarrett. Oh. Uh, and my question is, now I know previously you've worked in a cinema You've uh, spent a lot of time in the cinema. Uh, you lost your virginity in the cinema. I am <laughs> oh, curious. Oh. What is aside from that? What is the most disgusting thing you've seen <laughs> take place in a cinema? It was a gentleman what, masturbating a, during sex in Zen 3D. I think it was. I think no, not 3D. It was just sex in Zen two or three. Uh, yeah, about two thousand and one or so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, they, I got I got asked to go in. I was in projection, but they called me down because the only other people on the floor were Candy Bar and Asha were both female and that one of them had spotted. So I had to go in and I go, excuse me, sir, can you pull up your pants? I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Um, there was a young teenage couple that were really going at it during the uh, previews before Moulin Rouge. They didn't make it to the feature. They were going pretty hard at it in the trailer. And uh, her, her underwear was like right you know, down at her ankles, pretty much on the ground. And I said, excuse me, madam, can you put your underwear on? I'm going to have to ask the two of you to leave. <laughs> and I would always I would have never said, be discreet I, I about said, it. I would reject my voice to the entire cinema. You did it wrong. I would have said, can we, we have to ask you to leave. And then can you put your underpants on? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll take those. Excuse me, sir. Could you please finish in the bathroom? <laughs> oh, I would have, I would have gone. They, they were probably the worst. That and any time you would, because, you know, you clean the cinema between sessions. And anytime you put the house lights on, right, the floodlights and the cinema, one of the cinemas I worked at was so manky. Like they had never replaced anything in that cinema since when it opened in the late eighties. And this is right into the early two thousands. You put those lights on and the seats were just, they were discolored completely. People would just thought they were dark seats, but they were once red. 
Um, they were so soiled and disgusting. But yeah, I saw many horrible things in the cinema. One of them, one of them was um, Town and Country with Warren Beatty. Awful film. <laughs> That's a, a miracle that I got a theatrical release. <laughs> yeah, it was on for a week. Uh, okay, and uh, and Chloe. Yes. Who never My, left? Who was here the entire time? I was totally. here the whole time. <laughs> Glenn's going to fix it in post and just put you there. Awesome. Just loop the footage. <laughs> Take the screenshot. No, that, that, that's not what the freeze frame was. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> 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 um, so my question is for the chat. Uh, Why do I always go last? <laughs> I think you know. Save the because best according to your you go quickly. Because... <laughs> <laughs> So mine is a really quick one, I think, for you, um, Chad. It is um, Fuck, Marry, Kill. Oh my and I'm going to give you three people. All right. Okay. So Fuck, Marry, Kill. We've got Nick Cage. We have Keanu Reeves. And we have oh. Ben Helwig. Oh. <laughs> wow. I know my answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, can he go into detail? Can he do it all at once and, and decide who he's going to kill yeah. last so they have to watch? No, it's, yeah, can, it's up to him. Can he, he can, can be he fuck Ben while he tells like. us the other two? <laughs> um, so, uh, fuck Nick Cage, just because that man is crazy. And I know I would go away uh, needing medical attention. And he gives good smooches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, marry Keanu Reeves because obviously, you know, the the the, mm. the man is just a, an American treasure. Well, and, yeah. and you know, just everything. And of course, kill Ben because uh, look at him. <laughs> Damn. Okay. <laughs> Oh, Ben. Harsh. Harsh. Damn. Ben. In it. Listen. It was that Kevin Spacey uh, casting that did it, I reckon. That's exactly. That is exactly what did it. I would have married Ben, but then he compared me to Kevin Spacey. Sorry, Ben. I didn't mean to interrupt you. (laughs) I can hear my mother in the background saying you made the right choice. (laughs) By the way, I do love the fact that Chad said he would kill you, but then followed that with, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. (laughs) <laughs> I will murder you and dance in your blood. I love Ben and I knew if I threw a toaster in the bathtub, he wouldn't take offense to it. <laughs> He'd wonder where the toast is. <laughs> it's Melzi's toaster that's right behind her there. That awesome looking no. specimen there. Yeah. That's outrageous. I demand to get killed by a four piece toaster. <laughs> oh, I, to, I, I need to, I need to die of fatty liver disease, and, which requires four pieces of toast for breakfast. <laughs> I don't give a flying fuck into a rolling donut about what Al Pacino thinks. All right, Benjamin, that leaves us, mate. I'm going to go first if you don't mind. Um, you pretty much know mine anyway, but the others might not. Number three is kind of um, out of left field, and this is purely based on enjoyment it's not the greatest film but i had a fucking great time in the cinema with you and it was gran turismo i uh, fucking adored that film it's like the new generation's version of days of thunder it was loud it was fun it was thrilling like yeah just such a good time in the cinema i have to say what's so amazing about it is that i fucking hate the game (laughs) no interest in the game love the film well, I mean, yeah, and the film's not really about the game. It's not a, an adaptation of the game at well, all. Well, it is about, about the game. Yeah, but, but it's not an it's adaptation. Not about the game. 
<laughs> uh, so that's my number three. Number two, I've actually switched this out. It was my number one, but um, Saltburn is going in at number two. Uh, that movie just blew me away. It was a bit of a shock to the system when I saw it. I just couldn't stop thinking about it and I just loved everything about it. Uh, but number one is, without a doubt, So You're Not Invited to My Bar Mitzvah, the new Adam Sandler Netflix film, which I think is absolutely fucking great. It's one of the best things he's ever done. It stars his whole family. His daughter is the lead actress. His other daughter is the support actress. It's a very personal film, um, but it's very much like a John Hughes film from the 80s you know, transported to, to now. And um, I just, yeah, I don't know how you could not like it when you watch it. So that's my number one. What if you just don't like Adam Sandler? I don't know and how you're wrong. <laughs> I know, I'm the one. Actually, I kind of like the new animated one. I watched it with my kids. Not bad about the lizard. The Eight yeah. Crazy Nights? No, 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 no. The, the new, that was the new 2003. New that's been out for 20 years, Ben. <laughs> for, me, that was, for me, that was yesterday. <laughs> so there we go. What about you, mate? Uh, well, most of mine have already been mentioned, which is heartwarming. Uh, I had a bit of trouble coming up with this list because I couldn't remember any of the films I'd seen. Plus, <laughs> there I know there were a bunch of, of amazing films that I didn't see at MIF and uh, Monster Fest and... Uh, and stuff. <laughs> I just didn't get a chance to. Uh, I didn't get a chance to watch. So this is a bit of a kind of a cobbled together list. Uh, but number three, uh, Chloe mentioned it. Cocaine Bear for me. Uh, yeah. I think I did. Uh, I peed, peed a little. I was laughing so hard yeah. during that film. Yes. Uh, I loved every every minute of it. Every gruesome kill. And every fierce cocaine snort. I think the image of and it I chasing cried. the ambulance. The, the image of it chasing the ambulance is one of the great images of cinema <laughs> oh, this year. Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. yeah. So totally good. cried. Scene, oh yeah, so that amazing. Ambulance scene, so good. Uh, now, so you cry in everything. Oh, I cried. <laughs> I'm so pathetic. Oh, seriously. Uh, <laughs> But number two, uh, I chose uh, the opening night of Monster Fest this year, When Evil Lurks. Oh, amazing film. Uh, Spanish Fantastic. film. I really, I really liked it. I thought it was super gross, super scary. Shocking. Uh, shocking. Mm. Uh, had some great stuff in it. A great kind of world building, I thought. Great mythos building. Um, I'm excited to see what I hope is the American remake. Uh, which I, I, I don't know, but I'm, I'm sure will happen. Um, I think it's already in I, um, in production. That would that would not surprise me. I can't yeah. wait to see what the uh, filmmaker Damien Runga 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 Runga. Don't know Runga. My face is locked. My my uh, Raga, phone Raga. is locked because it doesn't recognize my face. Uh, Ragnar <laughs> Damien Runga. What was the title of that movie? Because I got distracted by Daniel Stern getting hit with a brick on my right monitor here. <laughs> It was uh, When Evil Lurks. When Evil Lurks, Where, thank you, sir. When Evil Lurks, yeah. You can stream it on Shudder. I think it's on Shudder right now, yeah. yeah. You yeah. can uh, check okay. it out. And for me, number one, Jarrett mentioned it, it is uh, Riddle of Fire, which, once again, is a fantastic world-building film. I don't know what you're talking about, though. I thought that first 10 minutes of the warehouse heist in that film was uh, incredibly entertaining. I loved I loved every second of it. Uh, I think that Western Resort, he's like a... David Mitchell, yeah. What's his David name? Robert Mitchell? Robert, Robert David Mitchell, whatever the hell that like, three, yeah, three. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's like he's a that level talent. Yeah, uh, for me, and uh, I really rate that film. I completely forgot about Talk to Me and uh, <laughs> Dizu 
and strays I could have put in that list somewhere too. But that's okay. What, what about uh, Ticket to Paradise, Ben? You forgot <laughs> to include that. <laughs> I did forget to include Ticket to Paradise. <laughs> but Ben and I uh, are recording a whole other episode of our top 10 of the year, which is going to drop in January. So you've got time to make up for it, mate. I've got, well, that, that, that traditionally what I do is in preparation for these lists is I spend that five days off between Christmas and New Year's trying to cram in <laughs> as many new films that have come out this year as I can. This year, I think it's just going to be all Hallmark movies because I haven't watched a one. <laughs> well, what about, uh, is is the recording taking place after December 22nd? Yes. So yes. Ben will have an opportunity at least to watch Saltburn on uh, yes. Amazon Prime. So you'll be able to, to cram that one in. I'm hoping that one and the... And the, uh, the uh, <laughs> Uh, what's the name? One that you mentioned is coming out in in January. Uh, the four the, things. No, Pretty the four things. The, the one oh, with the the, the rest. The one that Chad was talking. Iron Claw. Oh, Iron Claw. Yeah. Iron Claw. Yeah, that's the end of January. I think twenty six or something. Yeah. I yeah. wish I was talking about Iron Claw. No, I'm talking about the one with John Cena that uh, nobody oh, free, seems to like. <laughs> Freelance. But yeah. I really want to see it. That's right. <laughs> <up my own. laughs> Bring it, Chad. Ain't we a pair? <laughs> Raggedy man. <laughs> and there we are, folks. We are at the end of the show. And as you can tell from behind Chloe, it has gone from day to night as we have recorded this. So it's been a long haul, a long episode, but it's been a fun one. Over 80 episodes across two shows this year. It's been a huge effort. So thank you to everybody. you got Chloe, Jarrett, Malzy, Joe, Chad James. Like, I mean it when I say that like it wouldn't be the same show without all of you. So I really do appreciate and thank you all so much for putting in the effort. It's never taken for granted. And to Ben, mate, it's hardly worth doing if you went opposite me. Like I mean that sincerely. Like it's just such a fun thing to do every week. And even though we are off on a, a break, I'm going to miss it and want to get straight back into it. You know that. But um, don't fuck off to Europe next year. That's all i got to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's got, he's off to the of... Gold Coast in January <laughs> and possibly Adelaide in February. <laughs> Who's got That's that kind legit. of money, Glenn? I would but... say the same thing, but I don't remember any of it. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just a massive thank you also to everybody that's listened, especially uh, the regulars that pop up on our social media and, and do engage with us. We do appreciate that. Um, we Dane, hope... good job, mate. <laughs> yeah, Brody good Kane, job. number one listener. <laughs> Hope you've all enjoyed the show as much as we've uh, enjoyed making it. Um, there will be uh, more thank yous in the video montage I'm about to play. Um, but we are about to head off for our extended break over the summer. But I'm going to just throw it out to all of you. Anyone got any final words before we close it? <laughs> no? <laughs> I, I want to thank Jerry. Oh. What? Now go ahead, ho ho, that's gang. A, that's a Transformers. That's a Transformers <laughs> ho, ho, movie ho. joke. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get no, we'll get that one chat. comment. Yeah. We'll get that one comment after the show of someone who recognizes what that's from. And I salute you ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> well Anyone got any final words? Uh I want to thank Jarrett for uh coming today and showing me what Mike Myers uh, recipe for ham salad is. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the secret ingredient that Chloe and I both know. <laughs> Spam. I need an adult. Double I need an adult. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. Alrighty. Um, if that is all, then we'll wrap it up. I'm gonna leave you with a video of mostly Ben and I fumbling our way through the year. 
plus some thank yous. But we'll be back on March 4th to do it all over again. Until then, um, Merry Christmas to everybody. Have a reckless new year and we'll see you in 24. Yeah, yeah, yeah.